Well, hello and welcome to episode 102 mm-hmm. of So Talk to Me. Hello. Episode 102. Mm-hmm. 102 weeks of recording with you. Oh. It's much sweeter than the morning dew. <laughs> How I love wow. you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here we go. How'd you like that flow? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I've been, uh, I have a lot of um, Shylin and uh, beautiful eulogy on the, um, what's it called? The playlist I've been listening to today. So um, I see. kind of felt like uh, getting my rhymes out. Well, I'm not a rapper. <laughs> so stop rapping at me. <laughs> I'm sure you guys know what I'm referencing. If you don't, then you should find out. Because <laughs> it's great. Google that. Yeah. I'm not a rapper. You'll find it. <laughs> it's been around for a while. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. <laughs> yes. That too. Um, yeah, so you know how last week you got sick? Mm-hmm. So this week, I got sick. Yeah. Of course. Exactly a week later. Crazy how that works out. So, um, my throat hurts. So it's hard for me to talk. So th- that will be reflected in today's episode. So forgive my, um, toad-like voice today. Toad. It's just gonna be a thing. And I probably won't talk as much and I won't show as much inflection because like I've noticed how much I raise my voice and I can't do that anymore. (laughs) Like even just if I'm upstairs and the kids are downstairs and I call them to do something or vice versa, um, even when you are getting them out of the bath and yeah, it just, it's like, oh, I can't raise my voice. I can't call to them. Children, come Come forth. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, um, you know how I like to do the whole, like, I'll make my voice really high sometimes. It's, it's not really going to happen tonight. Cause I heard it break. My throat. Yep. It's cute. It's sore and hurting. Oh, that's not cute. And bleeding. Your throat is not bleeding. Yeah, maybe not. Your nose was earlier, but, but not your throat. All kinds of stuff <laughs> happening. So, um, no, I actually don't feel that bad. I, it's just talking. <laughs> <laughs> you know the hurts. one the one thing that i do with this podcast that's the one thing that's difficult for me right now so um but yeah other than that my week's been my weeks are always crazy um so instead of saying crazy i'm just gonna say it's been another week um, but it's actually been less crazy because you nope. well <laughs> you, you you rested yes you stayed home most of Wednesday. Yeah. Came home early Tuesday. That's true. I did get a lot of rest while I was sick, but I think the reason I got sick was because I was not able to sleep very well for the few days like leading up to that day. That's true. Because uh, we had, you know, we talked about it, the memorial service last Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then we had, of course, with the memorial service, we had friends come into town who live states away, hours away. 
um, that we hadn't been able to hang out with in a while. So um, we were able to hang out with them until two in the morning <laughs> yeah. and then stayed up and talked for another hour with just <laughs> each other. Um, so we didn't get to bed till three. And then on Sunday, I actually kind of not spur of the moment, but with not much notice, actually led the band um, at church on Sunday morning. So Yeah, you did. There was that in addition to kind of normal Sunday morning duties. You looked good got, doing it. Well, you sounded well, good you. too, but you looked good. <laughs> I was glad a proud wife. I think so. Oh. Yeah, and apparently my mom stayed around. Yep. For the next service. That, Just to oh, hear you play. Oh. And I had the um, kids in with me too, so they could see you up there. So yeah, it, I mean, like it was all good things, but that's why I'm saying, like, nope, I did not. It was not very restful because it was like one thing after another after another. Because um, that meant getting up earlier on Sunday, because I had to do normal stuff, you know, get slides ready and turn everything on and get stuff ready, and then we had rehearsal, an early rehearsal on Sunday, um, and then and then, uh, <laughs> you know played both services and then um a congregational meeting congregational meeting uh uploaded the video to the website updated the website with the video uh and then i came home and i was doing like stuff around the house uh, or stuff that i needed to get done I, I did some of the website stuff at home too um and right as i was like okay i think i'm ready for a nap then josie wakes up from her nap so she comes downstairs and i'm like okay guess i'm not taking a nap today <laughs> so then that kind of just snowballed. and that night was when our friends came over and we stayed up until three in the morning was it yep it was sunday night wow yeah there you go that's right that's right yeah because you had stayed up with them the night before mm -hmm. yeah so there we go so um yeah so lots has been going on and yeah so yep. I, I think and tuesday why. your body was like stop <laughs> Stop moving. <laughs> yeah. And your done. wife was also like, stop. You're done. Stop moving. Rest. But that was, yeah, I mean, it was like four o'clock in the afternoon when my body was like, you can't do this anymore. You're Go getting sick. Home. And then it went downhill. So. Pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it did. And we had small group down here while you were up in our room. Mm -hmm. Quarantined. Yeah, don't want to get those little babies sick. Yeah. So, um, so it's it's. I mean, it's not been a bad week. Uh, just no. yeah, and I I was able to get a lot of rest on Wednesday, so that was nice. Yeah, and it was only like a twenty four hour bug. So yeah, for the most part, now it's just my throat. Yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 much much better than it than I was yesterday. Um, just my throat hurts. Hurts to talk. Not really, but it... Well, that's just going to make it worse. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So how about you? Me? Um, you know, I guess I kind of explained a lot of your week to yeah, you. Yeah, basically. Me, yeah, I was trying to take care of you while you were sick. And... Mm -hmm. Trying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I was just repeating a word you said. Um... Yeah, you pretty much explained our week. <laughs> yeah. So, I started listening to, listening to, sorry, if I can get my consonants out. Started listening to a new 
um, true crime podcast dun, dun, dun. called The Clearing. Pretty interesting. Yeah? How's that going? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, well, if you're into true crime, it's gone interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's true. <laughs> and it's crimeful. Yep. Quite criminal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I'm so fascinated by true crime mm-hmm. stuff. Like, is there something wrong with me? I don't know. But, yep. I, I, I don't think so. Lots of people like that kind of stuff. Yeah, but there's also a lot wrong with a lot of people, so. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Maybe there is something wrong with you. <laughs> but I mean, a few weeks ago, I recommended You Must Remember Manson, so. That's true. Yeah. But this series is on, um, uh, oh goodness, what's his name? I'm going to feel really dumb for not remembering it because it's like a really stupid name. Like, it's like Ed Edwards, basically. Hmm. Rob um, Robertson? Kind of, yeah, it's like, why would you name your child that? Like, Paul, if his last name Paulson. is Edwards, why would you name him Ed? Pete Peterson? Ed Edwards. But anyways, yeah. It's about him. Apparently... I mean, he committed multiple murders, but like, um, so far, like, they're not sure exactly how many, and so throughout the series, they're kind of trying to figure that out, because okay. his his daughter is doing a lot of, like, self-investigation, uh, like, mm. not investigating herself, but investigating things. <laughs> herself (laughs) Hmm. um if that makes sense um and there there was like a lot of i guess rumors in like the early 2000s or something that he was actually the zodiac killer or he was he like did all like there were people blaming him for basically every single unsolved like murder between you know certain decades or whatever yeah Yeah. and his daughter's just like that's a bunch of bull like yeah he he murdered people but he's not (laughs) the culprit of every single one yeah yeah in these decades um but anyways it's it's very interesting if you're into that the clearing nice that sounds cool I don't want to like talk about it too much because then I'll just like give stuff give away. Stuff away. Yeah. 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 That's just how those kinds of podcasts go. I mean, unless, well, I guess if it's, if it's like a known entity, like I'd mentioned Manson, like a lot of stuff about him is sort of already known. So mm-hmm. it's not, it's not really spoilers to know that he went to jail. <laughs> I had never heard of this guy. Right. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah. What See about what? you? Anything new you've been listening to or watching? <laughs> no, nothing that comes <laughs> to mind. I just haven't had time. Yeah. Between school and, and school's been good. Um, I guess that's something I'm not really going to talk about in the in our main topic or anything like that. But it's been really interesting. Um, I can't remember if I said it on the podcast last week, but it's 
uh, you know, it's the geography of ancient Israel. Yeah, you and, mentioned it. Okay. It is not something that I would have willingly chosen to, to like study on my own. Obviously, mm-hmm. I chose this class because it's a requirement. <laughs> so like I, I, I did plan that out. But if um, it was like an elective or something, you wouldn't have chosen. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. Geography's never been a big deal to me. Like I probably, my idea of the map of the world mostly comes from the game Risk as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've, I get things confused easily. Um, but that said, it, it has been really interesting. It's been fun to just kind of dig into learning about um, stuff like trade routes, <laughs> which sounds mm-hmm. really stupid. But It is super interesting, though. I mean, you were showing me your, your map, map yeah. with all your highlighted sections and yeah. roads and whatnot. Yeah. It's interesting because it gives a glimpse into that time. Yeah. You know, it's it's crazy to think about like nowadays where I mean America is such a huge country. Like we're not really in fear of being invaded. We are the world superpower, right? <laughs> I mean like we're the top of the food chain. Um so like invasion isn't something that we that we think about. Right. But for not even necessarily nomadic peoples, but like I I don't, <laughs> I, this sounds bad because of the whole like Trump build a wall type thing, whatever, not going to get into that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, literally when, when you have these little people groups um, in the time of Israel, like there were no huge walls to fend off attackers, right? Right. Something like, uh, something Except like. Except for maybe like a city that exa- had that's like what I was say. cities. Yes, yeah. exactly. Something like Jericho was mm-hmm. the anomaly and that's why it was so um, renowned. And I, I think it's also part of the reason why the story um, is so miraculous. Mm-hmm. It's like God just decided to destroy it when they followed his commands, which didn't make sense, but it was following what God commanded. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so there's a lot going on in that story. So it's it's just crazy to think about, like, just these areas that are, if you look through history, are captured and recaptured, and then other people come in, and, and like, the the ruling people are constant, it's constantly shifting. Now we see in scripture that that's because, um, it, you know, that land was promised to Israel if they were to keep God's law. And they weren't too good at that. Uh, we're not too good at that nowadays either. I'm not, you know, not saying that Ain't they're nobody necessarily that. right. I'm not saying they're any they're necessarily worse than we are. But I'm just saying like um, that that land promise was conditional, and it, that's why like Israel never really stayed together for very long. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, even though that that land was promised to them, so. Like understanding why that land is so contested. So in a nutshell, it's basically um, this area. It's in the the center of these trade routes between Egypt and Damascus and Tyre and Sidon, which are like huge port cities. So you think of, I mean, like nowadays we have Amazon. We we can import stuff on eBay easily, right? I mean, you wait a couple weeks at the worst. Yeah. um, And it might get a little banged up, but like, this is stuff that, you know, people were were shipping over in boats that you could actually get even down in Arabia as well. It's kind of like this nexus. The the land of Israel was almost like this this just 
crossing point between all these different trade routes. So it was a very coveted piece of land. And that's something that I didn't know until I started this class. Um, so it's been really interesting just to, to look at it from a geographical standpoint and how that factors into. Because, I mean, you read the Old Testament, it talks all the time about these cities mm-hmm. <laughs> and where they are. Like, it is very much focused on the land because it yeah, is what looking, God has promised. Looking at your map, I was like, hey, I know that name. And that exactly. Name. And that name. Yeah, that I've name. heard these before. <laughs> um, and it's such a small part of like the world that we inhabit, but it's for a reason. That's the place that God had promised. Uh, History his is so interesting. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yes, it's it's very interesting, but it's just not something that I would have thought would be quite as in, that I would be interested in. Does that make sense? Like maybe for other people, not really for me. But I just realized that I use that word a lot. Interesting. interesting. Hmm. So that's like my nice way. I mean. When I'm when I'm using it, like honestly, I'm actually talking about something being like I'm interested in something. Yeah. But there are times when like people, someone's telling me something, and I think it's totally weird, and I'm like, oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cop out. Instead of that's weird. Stop talking about that, please. <laughs> this is how I'm going to describe it. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So today's topic is um, kind of an extension because, of course, we didn't know what we were going to talk about until <laughs> yesterday. Um, so I figured it would be, and I mean, there's there's been a lot of things kind of uh, floating around in the old head. Um, especially my old head. Yeah. My old 30. That old noggin. Yes. Noggin. There you go. Egg <laughs> noggin it. Um, it was what? so weird. Um, it's not even fall yet. Broccolo. Yeah, I know. Can't Pumpkin spice eggnog. lattes. Uh, so th- I mean like, yeah, that's what I was going to say is over the weekend, you know, d- talking with old friends and stuff like that. There's been a lot kind of on my mind, but nothing that's really like solidified into into like one thing to talk about. Does that make sense? Yeah. Honestly, it's it's reminded me a lot. There's been a lot on my mind too. Yeah. Just with our conversations. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it it's funny because it's like we've been talking about the essentials of the Christian faith and like really that centers around the gospel. Mhm. And so a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about just reminds me of a lot of stuff that's been going on in life in general, uh, it just reminds me about how precious the gospel is, right? And how central it is to everything, um, but especially to the church in general. And we've talked about that. We had two episodes on the gospel and, and kind of the, yeah. the implications of that. Um, but now I guess I'm just seeing it now that we've talked about yeah. it. I'm well, seeing and just how everywhere. so easy it is to slip into legalism. Yeah. Just to like, it happens so quickly, like just to lose sight of just the complete grace that is the gospel and like turn it into law, you know, yeah. like it just happens so quickly and so easily. And I mean, that's why the gospel is like so central to the Christian life. Right. Because <laughs> like right. you constantly have to be reminding yourself of it or you fall into that like legalism. You yeah. just fall back into law. 
Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I mean, or a version of legalism that includes, like, something good. Just some, yeah, some sort of, but in the end, that's some sort of work. Yeah. Right? Or that's actually leading away from Jesus and pointing towards something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, whether that's, you know, your own prosperity or mental health or whatever, um, which, again, are can be good or, yeah. things. Like, just your own, you your own duties, like everything's up to you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's been, you know, I've been thinking about that a lot lately, but, um, with our, I figured, gosh, that was kind of a rabbit trail. Sorry. (laughs) I figured since we've finished up this, this series on kind of the essentials of the Christian faith, we could talk just a little bit about, um, secondary issues i guess mm-hmm. just in general because i think like everything there is a balance that right. that you need to find and uh so so let me just throw this out there kind of kind of what this balance looks like um on the one hand you have like um now that we've talked about the essentials now that we've talked about the gospel you can be like, okay, well, I don't need anything else. Like, if the gospel is what saves, I'm going to focus on the gospel, and I'm going to go tell all my friends the gospel, and that's all they need to know. And, like, just talk about how... <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say that the gospel is all you need. Yes, but no. Right? It, um, it is... The gospel is the power of God into salvation. Right. So in that sense, like, yes, it's all you need to be saved. Right. Um, but if you have the Holy Spirit, he will be faithful to lead you down a path of learning more. Right. Not just stopping at, like, at that. Right. Yeah, you will know, like Jesus said, my, my sheep know my voice. Right. Right? Um, you will want to know more of what God has said. You will want to know more about the scriptures and, yeah. and study the scriptures. And If you love me, you will obey my word. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, while I would not want to discourage like the zeal of a new believer, um, I, get, I get where that comes from. I get where, like, the the ideal of like stripping everything else away um to just the gospel and like this is what we need to you know tell people and this is all we need to know um while i understand like your your zeal for for preaching the gospel to others and that is a good thing often that can turn into well i don't know i don't need to know anything else right it can be it can it can turn negative and just say, well, never tell me anything about all the, all these other things. It doesn't matter. And you can slip into all kinds of, frankly, heresy right. that way. Right. So a lot of secondary doctrines or things that are not essential um, are still extremely important for understanding what God has said about himself, mm-hmm. his revelation, primarily in scripture. Um, 
So, and and that's actually one of the <laughs> doctrines that I kind of wanted to bring up. Um, but I do want to share a quote that our church, uh, I haven't heard it in a little while, um, but but one that I was turned on to by our, our previous pastor. Um, apparently, if you go Googling this phrase, there's all kinds of different, it's been attributed to St. Augustine, but it, that apparently that's a false attribution. Um, but anyways, the phrase goes, and I, I might be butchering, I should have just like pulled it up, but whatever. <laughs> it goes, um, in essentials, unity. In non-essentials, liberty. In all things, charity. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's basically saying in the essential things, we want to agree. <laughs> we want to have unity. But the things that are not essential um, we have Christian liberty. Mm-hmm. There are faithful men and women who've come before us that have studied the scriptures, who have the Holy Spirit dwelling in them, that have come to different conclusions mm-hmm. on other doctrines. Um, and that is okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, it might not make sense to us from our standpoint, like why God would allow something like that, but um, it is a non essential. Yeah. Right. It's not it's not leading you down the path of uh denying Christ. Right. Um and then the and then the last part of that quote, in all things charity, like <laughs> be gracious, <laughs> basically. Love your neighbor. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I understand that that may rub some people the wrong way. Oh, you know, like that sounds very um theologically liberal right? To just kind of throw out secondary issues. Well, I don't mean it that way. Secondary issues are very important. Um, and their importance has to do with how closely they are tied to the essentials. Mm -hmm. Right? So something like I mentioned earlier, uh, something like sola scriptura, right? That the Bible is the only, is the sole infallible rule of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is the only infallible way to know God's will. Right. Um, not that God hasn't revealed things in general revelation and in other ways, you know, just by the way that the world works, but that the only infallible way, the only way to really know beyond the shadow of a doubt is what scripture says. Right. Um, this is, again, I don't think it's something that is essential for a Christian to believe. You can. It's not essential for salvation. It's for salvation. There you go. Um, you can be saved without believing, like all of the Bible is infallible. Um, but if you hold that, that you you can be saved inconsistently. Does that make sense? Because if you don't believe that Scripture is infallible, then what parts are God's word and what parts were made by man, right? You can yeah, you get into all kinds of inconsistencies. Yeah. Exactly. You can destroy the gospel. You can destroy what what truth is. You no longer have mm-hmm. a foundation for truth or or understanding what God has said and what God has revealed about himself. So while I do believe that that's a secondary issue, um I think it is yeah extremely important for Christians to understand and for Christians to hold to and believe. Um, 
because it is so closely tied to your understanding of the gospel, mm-hmm. your understanding of who God is, right? right? Your understanding of Jesus entirely. Um, so yeah, that's what I wanted to have a conversation about is like the interplay between or the balance of, of where we ought to place these types of secondary issues. Cause okay. we've talked about essentials and we've said that these are absolutely essential. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we don't want to go so far to say nothing else is important mm-hmm. um, but we also don't want to say that we don't want to add to the gospel right yeah so um sola scriptura is one that immediately comes to mind because i f- i feel like it's just foundational um with with christian truth in general um are there any other like important doctrines that you can think of uh, um i mean just your eschatology mm-hmm. um I don't think that that's primary, but um, so I do think it's secondary, but like it can have well, not can it has a lot of influence <laughs> mm-hmm. over how you interpret scripture, yeah, um and yeah, just how you understand God's word. So I think yeah. your um, your eschatology is really important. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It it definitely influences the way that yeah you see um, what we are to be doing in this life, right? Um, if if you understand, if you have a different idea of what age we are in. Certainly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's definitely important to to what you see your mission to be here on mm-hmm. Earth. Yeah. So last night I was uh, actually listening to slash watching a debate. Uh, Doctor James White did a debate while he was in South Africa, and the debate was on um, whether or not, uh, or whether marriage in the Bible. <sighs> I can't even remember the the exact wording, but basically whether or not Christians, uh, whether or not the Bible allows for marriage that is not between a man and a woman. Does that make sense? So basically any other type of sexual relationship, any other type of marriage, not specifically a male and a female. Mm-hmm. Um. And I remember at a point, it's, it's funny because we'd already said we, that we were going to talk about this. I remember at one point, uh, Dr. James White said that this was a gospel issue. And so that got me thinking, like, that's interesting that he would say that. And basically, he, he um, explained himself by saying that uh, for something, because the, the debate basically focused around, like, heterosexuality and homosexuality mm-hmm. um, and whether or not homosexual marriage was okay by the standard of the Bible. And uh, Dr. White said that if we can't allow the Bible to define what sin is, then we lose the gospel, right? If, if there's absolutely nothing in the Bible that has anything positive to say about the homosexual, uh, a homosexual relationship, 
And everything that it says about homosexual relationships is in a negative context. If something that plain when talking about sin is identified in scripture and we go against that and say that it doesn't matter, then we lose our definition of sin completely because we can do that with any other sin then in mm. the scripture was, was basically his point. And uh, so anyways, that, that to say that I, I found that to be really interesting as well, <laughs> not interesting in the way of like, mm, interesting, you know, like you were talking about earlier, but just how like, okay, now I get it. Um, and so I wanted to bring so up then just- So would that would be more of like a, would that be more of like a antinomian view? Right. The, sort of, except that- um, Which is a heresy. Right, <laughs> right. Um, and, and well, I mean, we can even go down that route of like heresy in general. Heresy isn't necessarily, doesn't always have to do with um, absolute essentials, right? Um, something can be, well, I mean, I guess, it de- I guess it depends on your definition. So excuse me. I believe um, heresy does have to do with essential doctrine and heterodoxy has to do with non-essential doctrine. So I could be wrong on that one. Um, I'm sorry, I'm look- I posted a... Uh list of heresies the other day from monergism oh yeah so i thought it was really interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> and helpful <laughs> yeah i was just looking for that pull that up but yeah it's like a to z different heresies i'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> name all of them but antinomianism is on the list right yeah so which if you don't know what that is it's the belief that christians are not bound by god's law and are free to sin as they please that jesus rescues them from the guilt of sin but not its power okay so um james white's opponent would not claim to be antinomian by that definition because he wouldn't say that it that homosexual relationships are sin. He would say that the Bible permits them that he would, he would, you know, he would go to each of those specific passages that talk about homosexuality and say that it was in a different context of, you know, male prostitution or something like that, not in the context of a quote unquote loving homosexual relationship. Um, but regardless, so, the, well, just, just to say that he wouldn't classify it as that. And that wasn't necessarily. Dr. White's point, Dr. White's point was more that if we cannot read scripture and identify what sin is from scripture, mm-hmm. then we can't, then that fundamentally changes what the gospel is because the gospel includes uh, turning from sin. Right. Includes right? repentance. And if we can't know what sin is, then how can we repent of it? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, then what did Jesus save us from? Yeah. Right? So uh, that is how, (laughs) not to like split the, you know, not to split hairs here. Um, See, well, sorry. And I think that's something that's like, that's a hard road to go down because someone, like we obviously know that that those inconsistencies are there and that's mm -hmm. what it leads to. Um. That's ultimately like what it leads back to is mm-hmm. a perversion of the gospel. But I doubt that that man was sin- like 
realize that. Do you know what I mean? Like it was like he thought he thought this, but it didn't in his mind have anything to do with the gospel. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe he does understand the gospel and I don't know. I don't know who he was debating. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he's claims to be a Christian or not. Yes, he does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe he does have an understanding of the gospel and he is saved, but doesn't realize those inconsistencies. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I don't want to like, I don't want to say that if you, I I don't want anyone to hear us saying that if you believe that homosexuality isn't a sin that you're, that you're obviously not saved. I don't want people to hear that. Right. Um, but if you do believe that, then you do have some severe inconsistencies. Yes. In calling yourself a Christian, mm-hmm. if you believe that. Right. Right. And so, and, and that is kind of where I wanted to go is that there are these issues. And that's why I was saying, like, I feel like I'm kind of splitting hairs here. There are issues in which, um, taken to their logical end, they interfere with essential doctrine. Right. Um, but because of our inconsistent, and it's funny that uh, Dr. James White actually calls these blessed inconsistencies. Because <laughs> um, e- even when he talks about like people who are saved, even though they are, they claim to be Roman Catholics, hmm. right? Um, they have some huge inconsistencies. Right. Um, yet they may still be saved, mm-hmm. right? They may still know the gospel and trust in Christ for salvation. Um, and, and so there, there are lots of, there are lots of little uh, doctrines like this that um, we do have to be careful, I think, when we say that they are gospel issues, mm-hmm. um, because it does have to do with just that. It has to do with our consistency right. in holding to those positions. And frankly, that takes time and effort and study to work through. Right. Um, There's a proverb that comes to mind and I'm going to butcher it, but it basically says the one who pleads his case first always seems right until another one comes along and gives, you know, his side of the story. Something like that. Something like that. Totally butchered that. (laughs) Sorry. But basically um, like it's easy to be fooled when you don't, know the full full story mm-hmm. um it's easy for someone to kind of like teach you a doctrine um and without going back to and reading through you know like a lot of scripture it sounds right but then you go and read scripture and you're like oh wait <laughs> this contradicts what that person was teaching Which you know what i Paul thought says was right that we need to be like the bereans Right. Always searching the scriptures. Exactly. Exactly. And so, I mean, coming back to sola scriptura is like, if you don't believe that God actually speaks through his scripture, like that undermines. Yeah. What do you rely on for truth? Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. That's scary. The, 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 well, from my, from what I've heard, you rely on the Holy Spirit within you, um, which that, was a good answer for the apostles, <laughs> you know, for, for Christians before the canon was closed, before they had a Bible, um, that I'm sure that that is how God worked. Right. But man, uh, that is scary to say nowadays because yeah. we do have the, the, the words God actually breathed 
into his scripture, right? He, he mm-hmm. wrote um, through other people, he wrote scripture. Uh, and so to deny that these are his words is tread on some very thin ice. Yeah, it's um, almost like, I don't know, is that blasphemous to say? Denying what God has done. I mean, I I don't know. <laughs> it almost seems like it, yeah, but I don't it, know if I would explicitly say so. Right, right. And and I mean, again, at the end of the day, I don't think by itself the denial of so like you can hold inconsistently that you know Scripture is corrupted basically, mm-hmm. and still believe the true gospel. Because God is just that gracious and merciful, yeah. <laughs> right? Even though we are that stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's kind of just what I wanted to talk about tonight. Was just that there's a balance, right? And there is a there are di- there are certainly different levels of importance for different doctrines. Um, it's why we have different denominations, right? right? Well, like um, baptism. Yeah, exactly. Uh, your understanding of the covenant. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very important, yet I can call someone who has a different understanding of that than I do a brother or sister in Christ. Yeah. No problem. No problem at all. Some of my best friends are Presbyterians. <laughs> uh, and that's, that's totally cool. Um, even though I find that, you know, I, I do think that it, it is very important to understand that. but. You know, like I said earlier, there are tons and tons of of <laughs> uh, men and women throughout history who have studied the scriptures diligently and come to different conclusions. Right. Um, and so we say grace, you know, in all things charity, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, because it doesn't it doesn't interfere with the gospel, right? Uh, neither right. of those understandings of of the covenants really. Yeah, I mean, unless unless you're so far on the fringe that you say something like, um, "Yeah, don't be charitable with a wolf." Well, right, right. With an actual like heretic, mm-hmm. and by that I mean like not someone who's just deceived, but like someone who is deliberately going out and preaching a different gospel, right. and has been corrected but will not listen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Paul talks about that. Like Bill well. Johnson. <laughs> I'm just saying it. And Chris Valentin. <laughs> Both of them. Yeah. I know people who have corrected them and they're just not willing to listen. So Well, yeah. They say all kinds of crazy stuff. Yes, they do. Um Yeah, the especially on, on primary doctrine as well. Um, but yeah, there's certainly like different importances that you place on different kinds of secondary doctrine. There's a reason why um, your church, the, the your church requires you to sign off on on uh, certain doctrines in order to become a member, and a lot of those things are not essential to the gospel, right? Um, because because it's part of your denomination, right? Right. It's it's the distinctives in which we uh the groups we worship with mm-hmm. not that we don't call others brothers and sisters in christ but yeah but that just comes kind of with with yeah. the territory in order to yeah but if if you want to know like just 
historical Christian orthodoxy, like primary and secondary stuff, mm. look through the confessions. Yeah. Those are huge tools into understanding scripture, into mm-hmm. understanding just church history, like yeah, big, helpful tools to help you with. Definitely. Help you stay orthodox. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I'm always going to plug confessions. <laughs> always. Even though we don't agree 100% with them. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, they're not infallible. Exactly. Exactly. But they are super useful. Yes. So, good stuff. Okay. Well, I think that was a decent conversation. <laughs> it was a decent, decent conversation. I feel weird, though, because oh, yeah. it's... It's so early compared to when we usually end. My throat hurts. Oh, yeah. We should probably stop then. (laughs) Sorry. But if you have stuff to say to us, there's tons of ways to contact us. You can email us at sotalktomepodcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash sotalktome. Yes. Uh, Our (laughs) handle on Twitter is at sotalktomepodcast. The it Facebook podcast. one, yeah. Oh, dang it. It does have <laughs> podcasts at the end. Um, same with Instagram. The handle there is yes. so talk to me podcast. Twitter is so underscore talk to me. But yeah, so shoot us any, uh, you know, recommendations you might have or things that you want us to talk about. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's or still... complaints that, you know, we ramble or something. That's true. It happens. <laughs> Even on episodes, or you're like, I was ten minutes in, and y'all still weren't talking about anything. (laughs) It happens. (laughs) It's true. That's just that's just how this podcast go. Because you're listening to us, we just assume you want to know about our lives. So, I mean, it's called so talk to me. (laughs) That's just part of it. It's it's baked in, right? If you want to talk to someone, it's generally the first thing that you talk about. It's like, how you doing? That's true. It's just being a part of a, being personable, right? Actually wanting to know someone, not just thoughts they have on different subjects. I don't know. I don't know. It's just part of it. So you go talk <laughs> to your spouse or a friend Do it. or someone. Any recommendations before we sign off? Um, the clearing. Well, yeah. Oh, but I made an awesome playlist on Spotify if anyone wants to check it out. Well, cool. Just search for Smith Broccolo and it's called Good CM. There you go. Stands for Good Christian Music. Has a lot of rap in it, apparently. I mean, compared to the entire playlist, no, but. Gotcha. Yeah. Compared to what you usually listen to, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. Um, and I would just recommend that uh, debate. James White, he's good at debating. It's good stuff. Do you remember what the debate was called? Uh, no, I tried to say it earlier, and I don't remember. It's okay. it's just the title of the of what the debate does. Does the Bible define marriages between a man and a woman? Something oh, okay. Like uh, yeah, but the link is in the description, so you can check it out there. It's like two or three hours. Cool, yeah. I think it's two. All right. Well, guys, till next week, um, go talk to someone. Just do it. Especially your spouse. Especially. All right. Good night. Good night.